Welcome to 501 Crossroads, your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, Natalie Jablonski, the Nonprofit Ninja, is here. That's right, specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Hey, Marjorie. Hey. You know you what doing? I love about these? What? They're wine-on-ones. Yay, wine-on-ones. Which means we get to drink wine. Feel free to drink at home unless it's going to get you in trouble because you're at the office. And then maybe you want to hold off until later. But well, nonetheless. I mean, if they're sneaky like me, I've got a coffee mug here that says this might be wine. That, well, at least you're, you're being you transparent. Look, if you look in, you can't see anything. You can't notice the for, difference? For some reason, there were sparkles in my office until I can, there's sparkles in my wine. Oh, goodness. Well, you ever, you, It'll be fine. You do have a lot of sparkle. <laughs> I mean, let's just, just face it. You shine bright, right? That's that's what happens when you have a Mardi Gras event is there are <laughs> just sparkles everywhere. There you go. Well, I want to talk about uh, something that has to do with wine because I know one of your favorite reds is a blended red. It is. You've been talking about Have you been exploring Yum. some more? I, I do love my my blends. Good. And I even like my cheap red blends. Yes, so. and they can be very successful. And I have found that we are continuing to blend, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, our personal life and our work life more and more. Oh, more and more. I don't. I don't remember a time when like I had a personal life that didn't intersect with my work life. It's it's been a while for me as well. I think that we at one point used to use this phrase called work life balance, mm-hmm. and. I I start to challenge the norm on whether or not that truly exists anymore or is it more work life blending? I think I think you're exactly right because you think about it. If I when I, I was thinking about this the other day actually. And I noticed I was thinking about my volunteers friending me on Facebook. And I thought that's so weird. You know, I work with these people. They don't work with me. I'm part of their personal life. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about the people in my life that I get services from. And, you know, so like my, the person that does my massages for me, like mm. she's part of my personal life. Yeah. Like my accountant. This is her job. Right. Right. This is, you know, I, they come in and I go to see my accountant, which mm-hmm. is a perfect time of year to be doing that. Right. Yep. And he'll say, how are the kids? And Hey, did you, I know you adopted a dog last year. How's that going? He, he knows these things because during the course of our tax preparation, it comes up. So yeah. why not? Why not share that? And obviously you have a common ground. I think one of the things that is difficult for nonprofit employees because we blend so much of our personal life with our yeah. passions because we work for a nonprofit that we're passionate about is when, when is it appropriate? And is there a time when it's not? So, mm. uh, if there's a holiday, is it time to talk about the great things your nonprofit's doing and recruit people to get their bowling team together for bowl for kids sake? Or is that the time to be able to say, and how you doing, Uncle Joe? And I heard you had the hip replacement. How's that working for you? You know, <laughs> and I, I think, I think it's a, a challenge for nonprofit staff to have that definition of how do I blend my work life and my nonprofit life and not make people feel uncomfortable. It absolutely is. It's really tough to, to make those decisions and, you know, know that, you know, well, Uncle Joe with his hip replacement probably shouldn't bowl. No, just, well, just no, so you know. but he could sponsor me. <laughs> he could totally sponsor. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really happy. I, I think it's even harder with family sometimes, especially family that's local, because you can promote those kind of things. Uh Luckily, unluckily for me, most of my family is, you know, five, six hours away, so they're not coming to an event. But I have this problem with my friends, you know, I'm to an age finally where my friends can afford to come to my events. Do I invite them? 
Mm. So I invite them to volunteer. And are they offended if you don't invite them? Exactly. Like, why didn't you tell me about that? I would yeah. totally went to that trivia night. Yeah, because honestly, I'm talking about all the lead up and the drama and the stress about the events. Yes. Know, before. Right. And like, drinking with them. Exactly. About it. Right. And like, oh my goodness, my development director. And we're celebrating with you. <laughs> <laughs> I know better because uh, you have a fabulous development director. Uh, but also the celebration after. Yeah. They're going out with you afterwards and having dinner. And how did your event go, Marjorie? And you're exactly. saying it went spectacular. And we had this great auction and oh my gosh, our MC was wonderful. So they're hearing yeah. the before and the after. And then not the middle. Right. <laughs> Which and, is terrible. And, and social media. I oh think yeah. That becomes interesting as well because we have our personal social media page. And for mm-hmm. many nonprofits, you also have a group or an online page or perhaps a LinkedIn page, whatever that might look like. And so are you reposting? Are you retweeting? Are you uh, overburdening your connections? Yeah by posting what you love, which also happens to be your nonprofit mission. And I will admit, if you go to my Facebook page right now, it is like probably a good solid 90% 501 Crossroads and Mind's Eye. Well, I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I switch it up a little bit. And like, well, thanks. here's my work project. Here's my passion project. And here they both are. And every now and then something else. So I have to wonder too, if people are just, when they become part of your friendship circle, mm-hmm. Do they know that? Do they do they take that with the the good and the bad, if you will? And I use bad kind of in italics or quotes. But okay, so this is how Natalie's going to be, and mm-hmm. I love her for who she is and and what she does and and who she represents. And so I I enjoy spending time with her on Thursday night when we go to the movies and have girls' night. But I'm also going to enjoy hearing about what she's doing at work because she loves what she does. Well, and I think so because I enjoy hearing about my friend's work, even though it's much less, I mean, I'm going to say lower impact in that, like, there's many less chances to participate in what they're doing because they work corporate jobs and, like, I can either buy their product and sometimes not even buy their product because they work for some sort of thing that doesn't sell to people. Okay. Or, you know, take a class that they do or, you know, so, you know, I can't necessarily go to their events because they're not having them. So, yeah. What um, about uh church? Church. Going to place of worship, wherever mm. that might be. So is it the right time to bring it up before or after when you see someone? I've had people who I've had donors actually talk about how they've waited to come in like right before service starts or they'll come in a different door because they know that somebody that they know is going to ask them for a donation right before church starts oh. and put them on the awkward, well, they're feeling vulnerable. Yeah. So in this particular case, they are going to their place of worship. They are listening to their ceremony, their service, whatever their faith might be. And they're getting uh, re- really refocused into that. What's important to them is their faith and their, and the mission of their faith. And they're going to, they want to do good, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and make good decisions and go out and, and do good work. And then, by the way, uh, haven't seen your auction donation for the <laughs> jazz festival. Are you yeah. going to help us out? And Not so good. Is that awkward? I feel like that can be a little bit awkward. And again, it depends on the relationship you have with the person. But I feel like church is a bit of a charity itself. So, like, you're already at church. You're already giving. You're already being asked to volunteer for the chicken dinner and the fish dinner. And the I, I'm Catholic, so I, that's what we have. The beer we dance. Have the beer dance. Um, I'm sure other religions have things. Bingo. Bingo, all bingo. the things. <laughs> so, I love bingo. B13. Um, yes. Yeah. We should go to do some bingo. We need, yes. We need more bingo in our life. <laughs> yeah, so if I were on Crossroads, bingo would be great. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Well, we should have drinking bingo. We've already st- talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we need to come up with something for that. That would be great. So, <laughs> yeah. So church, I would say church might be a place that you should probably be on a little 
maybe a little bit more guard up on that as far as what you what you are doing personally, unless you can convince the pastor or priest or somebody at church to make an announcement about your event. And by the mm-hmm. way, Natalie's here and you can talk to her after the service. Very nice. That, that And that can work really well depending on your mission, mm-hmm. your relationship with the pastor or the priest uh, or the mission or the church leader. Uh, as well as it can work very well just to be able to get people think, oh, I want money. I want to donate. I want to donate. People donate by time, talent, and resources. Mm-hmm. That's exactly, you know, I start my intro off every time that way because some people, time is the most precious resource on the planet. So yeah. if you can get someone to donate time, that can be extremely valuable to you in the long run. So think strategically as to how you want to make that ask. Once you get someone who's befriended your organization then you work your donor cultivation. You grab that great development director, do the introduction and work that process. I don't think it's a time or place to be soliciting donations uh, while we are acknowledging and shaking hands and people are coming in the door at church. Yeah, I'm right with you there. The gym um, also may be one of those places you might want to tone it down a little bit. What happens if we work for a nonprofit that's a large nonprofit where you have a fund development office, but mm-hmm. you're serving a greater good. Uh, I'm thinking like a hospital, for example. Okay. So you are serving patients, mm-hmm. but you have a development office. I have a friend of mine who told me that they were in a major gifts campaign and she'd be walking down the hall and these physicians would be flying in out of the hallway <laughs> into patient rooms. And she joked, I don't even think they actually have a patient in that room. I think they were going to see someone else's patient because they were so afraid. Here came the development director and she was going to ask them for money. And she's like, so where I asked them is also where they work. And so there's no safe zone. And I've got to figure out a way to establish this so that they know every time I see them, I'm not going to bug them about work stuff. And yeah, that's tough. That's a big challenge, I think, especially, you know, if there's not that trust there already. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the other hand, I kind of feel like if you, if your organization that you work for, regardless of the size, is having a capital campaign, I feel like you need to kick in a little bit. Yep. You know, and I think that especially goes for doctors and, you know, people in the upper, upper part of the pay scale. I, I think if you're making over, if you're, if you're in that upper part, you need to be kicking in and that should just be expected. And we should have talked about that when you started working here. Well, and that's a good point. Going back to even our smaller nonprofits, we have the conversation with our board of directors mm-hmm. of a small nonprofit that's making less than, I'm even going to say less than $500,000 a year. Yeah. Even those nonprofits are saying to their board, it's a give or get situation. And mm-hmm. here's what that looks like. And that threshold may be $500 a year or maybe $2,500 a year. But the point is it's, they're still making that, upfront commitment. So why aren't those conversations happening at bigger places? So that's an opportunity to make a movement change, but all good things, all good conversations. I just felt like it was worth it to have that additional conversation because I think it gets tricky for people who are nonprofit leaders, such as you and I, and all of our great listeners to know is their boundaries. And so I guess my best advice would be to test the waters, Mm -hmm. know your people, make good decisions and uh, make sure people are feeling comfortable because those relationships can take you a long way. Read that body language. That's for sure. Great point. <laughs> Excellent. And if they're drinking wine, then obviously they're listening to wine on ones with Natalie and Marjorie. Exactly. <laughs> and so thank you for all of us for joining on five and crossroads where you will not be asked for money for now. Anyways, five um, <laughs> and crossroads is recorded at the studios of minds. Eye radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore and me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes to wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe, leave us some feedback so others can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.